Good evening, good evening, everybody. It is the one, the only Lauren Jones, and this is the second episode of The Fatherhood. So as you guys are getting tuned in, I just want to say welcome, good evening. We had another Chiefs victory, but we already whoop, whoop. knew. We already knew whoop, what we whoop. was going to do. We already know what he's going to do. Come on now, Super Bowl champions. You already know how we do in the town. But tonight is going to be a little bit different of an episode. Normally, I get to play host, but I get to fall back this week. I have the lovely, the ravishing Latoya Rose off here with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, representing mm-hmm. 79 mm-hmm. Rose Dress Shop. Representing Black Lives Matter. Go vote, go vote, go vote. Please go vote. Please go vote. Say it one more time. Go vote. Please go vote. So, without further ado, Latoya, I will let you take over. Hey, good night. Good evening, everybody. Like you said, we riding that way from that Chiefs victory. Yes, real quick PSA. If you haven't had the opportunity to go vote, please go vote. Whatever you need to do, like talk to your boss if you need extra time. The poll line, the lines are going to be long. We already know that. So just plan to be there. Um, bring your charger um, get your favorite playlist but please exercise your right to vote whatever that you do so I'm so excited to come and talk to you yeah, and man. interview you like you said the appreciate table's a turn appreciate so yeah. I think like there's a lot of people who are haven't been exposed to you so why don't you just start off by I mean I know you gave your name and that you and of course they know we're related, but tell people who you are. Who is Lauren Jones the second? Lauren, I learned Lauren that. Jones. Lauren Jones the second. I yeah. learned that last through the first episode. <laughs> yeah, no, so I mean I'm I'm just a guy, man, you know. I'm a father of five, two girls, three boys. Uh my life is dedicated to them, you know. Uh, you know, I do obviously you know, mentor out in the community through youth sports. Uh, you know, I'm part of the uh, arts commission in my city, so I'm active in my community. Uh, you know, I'm socially active. I'm a social activist. Uh, always, always wanting to push the button for change because, you know, they say it's broke. Don't if it ain't broke, don't fix it. There's always something broke. You know, there's always something in the system you had to have to adjust. So I'm definitely active, you know, making sure that our representation is represented because that's the key. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. this is supposed to be the melting pot. So we got to do what we're supposed to do, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent. So, uh, I mean, a lot of hands and a lot of cookie jars. Uh, you know, uh, I'm an artist, you know, uh, album coming soon. Stay tuned. Uh, you know, got a great album coming out. So, just trying to do everything I can, you know, to, you know, represent my family, you know, and show not only my kids, but our kids, you know, anything is possible, you know, so. Yeah, that's awesome. I can't wait for the album to drop. I get to yeah. hear it every, almost every day. So I'm excited for that. Everybody else will be able to hear it. So you've been working on this fatherhood initiative yeah. for a while. So talk to us about what inspired you to even start this whole um, fatherhood project. So, uh, you know, I I started young as a father, you know. Uh, I was a teen father uh, that didn't have a father in my life, you know. So, you know, obviously when I found out, uh, like, an immature individual, we kept it a secret. Like, we knew, nobody else knew. 
Uh, you know, I don't know. Like, we didn't even have a plan. We just didn't say anything because we were too afraid of, you know, what would happen once we let the cat out the bag. But eventually the cat was going to come out the bag one way or another. Uh, so, you know, um, for me, you know, growing up without my father, you know, um, it was just what did my my objective was to give to my kid what I wanted and the most important thing was just being there you know as a parent you know we never want to let our kids down we never want to disappoint our kids so I mean we do so many different things but really at the end of the end of the day all they want is us Mm -hmm. they don't care about anything else Mm -hmm. you know they don't care about the clothes the toys nothing they just want us and Mm -hmm. so you know being a young father with you know very few resources I gave myself I gave Mm -hmm. my oldest daughter myself you Mm -hmm. know and I tried to give her as much time attention love that I could give at that age uh you know and now as I've evolved as a dad you know uh, I recognize there's a void uh, in all communities, but especially in the uh, black community, there's a void mm-hmm. of fathers for different reasons. You know, it's mm-hmm. a lot of different reasons why it's just not, uh, they don't want to. Some of them don't mm-hmm. know how, uh, some of them don't, uh, are, are shameful of not being there. So they don't know how to begin to kind of start that that rebuilding process. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, some of experience, when you go through life without a father, it sounds so easy to say, well, when I have kids, this is what I'm going to do. It's very Mm -hmm. easy. But then when it happens, a lot of the times you fall back into the same traps of what your father did because it's a learned behavior. Mm -hmm. You know, when a kid, when a boy or a girl sees their father walk out of the home, really, or any parent walk out of the Mm -hmm. home, Mm-hmm. they see that that's a learned behavior it's easy to walk it's easy mm-hmm. to walk all you gotta do is walk mm-hmm. right out the door and you know so for me you know I'm like nah you know we, we can do better we can be better and you know if I can be a lightning rod to mm-hmm. integrate fathers back into the home or to provide resources for wayward fathers you know mm-hmm. uh, we all make mistakes you know mm-hmm. the best parents make mistakes that's mm-hmm. just what we do so if I can be a lightning rod, if I can be a resource uh, to help others, you know, whether it's new fathers, whether it's fathers with children, just trying to figure out a way to get back in, I want to do that, you know, mm-hmm. so it's, it's super important, you know, like I said, you know, I didn't grow up with a father, so, you know, somebody's got to start to change, you know, somebody's got to turn the car in the other direction, so, you know, that's, that's what I aim, that's what I focus to do. That's, that's dope, especially you think about the narrative that has been written about the black father in general. Mm-hmm. And that and, and part of that is goes back to slavery, right? Because men were breeders. Their whole entire role was to yep. breed other, you know, breed other slaves, breed people. And so um, they were, families were torn apart, even they were dating back to slavery. And then unfortunately, we see some of those remnants in our community. So... I think it's a really awesome initiative um, and we'll come, we'll probably end, come back around to, you know, the future of it. So since we're talking about, you know, just the family, introduce yeah. us 
like tell us like name the kids and their ages and things like that the fab fathers i like to call them uh you have justice she's 21 she's an old dog man uh you have addison she's 13 you have drew he's 10 isaiah's nine and max maximus the baby boy is six uh just turned six uh last month in september so you know i obviously ages are you know spread out a little bit like i said i started young so you know she gets to be the outlier uh boys and girls uh i was actually glad that i had girls first because it helped soften me you know so i wasn't so hardcore so when my sons did come along he just wasn't i just want to rough you up you know mm-hmm. uh, you know i I try to show my boys as much love as I show my girls, even though boys and girls are different. You know, part of the narrative of being a being a real man is to, you know, understand that emotions are real and that, you know, males have emotions the same as girls do and we need to be able to articulate those in order to grow into the men that we're supposed to be. So that's a good segue to my next question. What is the difference between, (laughs) well, I'm going to take two parts. So parenting a adult versus parenting a teenager, (laughs) you got all stages, versus parenting like the younger kids. Like what are the differences that you go through? So I will tell you, first and foremost, have a vice of some capacity. (laughs) Me, For me, I got something to drink in the fridge all the time. (laughs) You know, know, have a vice because you're going to need to tap into that vice. You know, it's interesting with justice. uh, I am learning to allow her to make more and more decisions. And it's not easy because when you see them kind of going down a path or making a decision that you like, yeah, I would do that. You want to redirect, but they have to learn too. And sometimes the best way to learn is to learn through failure, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, as a kid becomes an adult, you become less of the person making the decisions and kind of just somebody that has your hand on their back just to keep them propped up, to keep Mm -hmm. them going. So, uh, you know, I'm learning, you know, adjusting. Uh, you know, and it's funny. It really is. It's, it's funny sometimes to hear him say stuff. You'd be like, yeah, okay. Okay. You'll, yeah, we're going to we'll be circle. right back talking about yeah. this again. <laughs> yeah, we'll circle back to that. Uh, you know, having a teenage girl, uh, yeah, it's fun. It is <laughs> fun. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I was raised in a home where attitudes weren't accepted would be the word uh, uh so yeah, yeah it's 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 it was it's definitely tough to uh to not do anything at all because it's just part of the growing up process and you know it, it's I, I always say okay I, I will allow you to freely speak as long as you're respectful just be respectful I will allow you to speak freely but there are days where I say you know what this is just gonna go real bad, so I'm just gonna walk away from you. Like, it's best that I walk away from things. Otherwise, it may be a rough conversation where somebody's crying and it won't be me. Uh, and then with the boys, uh, and of course, boys are different uh, than girls. Uh, 
you know, I have a wide range of voice, you know, uh, you know, my oldest is a gamer, you know, and I'm not a gamer. So I've had to learn to just go sit in the room sometimes and just act like I know what's going on when really I have no earthly idea what he's doing, but he appreciates me sitting there being engaged asking questions uh you know i have a little athlete you know uh so that's kind of you know we connect a little bit easier just because i love sports and i used to play sports so you know it's easy for us to connect he's also the one i think that watches me the most so i have to be careful what i do what i say uh how i carry myself because he's been here before just fyi Something. He's, he's been here before. Something. And then my little <laughs> guy, man, is it's so interesting because obviously, you know, coming from a family with a bunch of siblings, you see a lot of different things and the babies always pick up from what everybody did. Everything. You know, so everything. Uh, that's that's Max. You know, he's a gamer, but he'll play sports. Uh he's super intuitive, a super sweet kid, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which for a while he wasn't that kid honestly we thought you know we might have a miniature serial killer on our hands <laughs> but, you know uh but you know he has settled down into a sweet little boy uh that is very my kind and very compassionate yeah, so yeah. that's that's my man 100 grand man you know he's he is he will be the the kid that does everything that everybody else does and eventually will probably do it better because mm-hmm. he's got to he's the youngest yeah you know, he gets to see everybody do it the wrong way mm-hmm. so they get to write the ship you know lucky lucky for them i didn't lucky have for that. them i didn't have that i was one of the oldest and it was painful <laughs> yeah because you always have to set the example like yeah, the i watching y'all i watching you well and it's funny because uh i do my kids like that now I'm like, hey man, you you older, you old, you gotta set the tone. But and I know they'd be like, man, just go away, please, please, just let me be. And I'd be like, well, you are gonna do what I say? Which I ain't really real parents. I'm just gonna let y'all know that. The more control you think you have, you may want to be careful. Well, I think um, my uh, my pastor always says that more is caught than taught, right? So yeah. it's not that. You know, do as I say. It's like you do what you see me, do, you know, do. So that's, I've been very, try to be very, being a parent, you know, especially of a toddler. Um, I always try to be very cautious and, you know, you try to be cautious anyway, but just think about like, and my son has a really great memory, like really great. He, like he remembers stuff when he was like two and three. I'm like, how do you remember that? So now I'm like, whoa. I really got to be a good parent because he's going to be the one <laughs> to yeah. bring up those stories. Yeah. When I was six, you didn't buy me ice cream. Like, whoa, right. wait a second. You didn't need ice cream. But, you know, so. When they're exposed I, to so much more now, you know, they're exposed to so much more now. So, I mean, yeah. that's why they pick up on so many different nuances because they see so much now. And, you know, it's a slippery slope. It is because you want them to be, you want them to have that exposure to see different things, but mm-hmm. you also want to do it in a controlled environment so that they don't see it in the wrong way. Yeah, totally, totally. Are we able to see comments on Facebook in case there are any questions or anything like that? Uh, yeah, yeah, let's see. What the I didn't want to ignore anybody if anybody had said anything. 
see. Before we go to our next segment. Nah, people, people just being silly. Oh, uh, it must be our sibling. Silly. Okay. Nah, I had to. Nah, it's, it's one. It's one of my friends. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so so setting up, talking about the stage, different stages of being a father. Take us back to finding out at fifteen that you were yeah. going to be a father. Yeah. Like take us take us back through the emotions, and I, mean, I know you're a little bit older now. So you might not remember that far back, <laughs> but take us back to <laughs> take us back to what you were feeling <laughs> when uh, you got that well, message. So you know, one of the things I learned from from my dad was never to let people see you flinch. Mm-hmm. Like, never let them see you flinch. Uh, mm-hmm. So internally, I scared as shit. Mm-hmm. It, I was scared because I'm like, what am I gonna do? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's the first thing that runs through your head is what am I gonna do? And mm-hmm. you know, uh, so but nobody knew that. I, I don't even think I was probably in my twenties before actually really told anybody that I was really scared out of my mind like I didn't know what I was going to do and of course you know I was living with uh, dad and you know no no shade but dad didn't raise kids and so his question to me was what are you going to do and I was like man you're supposed to be helping a brother out I don't know what I'm going to do Uh, but I just really had to I had to tap into that okay well what did you want when you were Mm -hmm. a kid you know Mm -hmm. it was Mm -hmm. I said keep it simple the best thing Mm -hmm. you can do is keep it you know Mm -hmm. and you know she needs you that's what she needs she needs Mm -hmm. you so everything that you need to do to be there for her you know and it was crazy because uh, right before uh you know we had her i had to move mm-hmm. so i had to move to oklahoma so you know that was the first six months i wasn't even here physically mm-hmm. in kansas city i was gone mm-hmm. uh and that was an emotional roller coaster you know because i had never not been in kansas city from a residential standpoint uh and mm-hmm. then i had a kid here and so you know you just you got the tug of war game you know mm-hmm. knowing that your situation puts you where you are now but mm-hmm. where you want to be is something different uh, and it was rough it was a rough six mm-hmm. months you know because my head was in two different spots uh, you know and ultimately you know life worked out the way life tends to do and I ended mm-hmm. up back here not for not not the right way but I did end mm-hmm. up back here uh, mm-hmm. you know and you know I mean the rest is history you know uh, mm-hmm. was it easy no mm-hmm. you know uh, you know I I, I uh, uh, fell off a little bit for the lack of better mm-hmm. words because mm-hmm. my relationship with her mother fell out mm-hmm. so it was a struggle you know mm-hmm. uh, and again when you know how easy it is to walk and just mm-hmm. stay away, mm-hmm. you, it's a, it's natural. Like people mm-hmm. don't understand how natural it is for your experiences in your childhood 
to rear their heads as an adult uh, mm-hmm. just as you as you get older and so I did stay away for a couple months you know because I didn't know how to handle the situation but then I was like mm-hmm. you know really I got called out really and was like you've been there all this time like why make why change now mm-hmm. uh, and so I was like okay nah, yeah you're right and you know we went through our rigmarole going through the courts you know which was actually a blessing in disguise uh mm-hmm. for the men out there fathers out there that don't want the courts involved in your business if you have mm-hmm. an issue with your, with your child's mother if y'all not together go through the courts they give you mm-hmm. rights mm-hmm. you gotta pay you do gotta pay, like, but that's mm-hmm. your responsibility as a father anyway to help provide mm-hmm. financially. But if you do that, they will give you rights. So I did what I had to do, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it worked out. It really did. It really worked out. So you know, you just I just had to take that fear and and do the right thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, the kid can't suffer for your for for your misguidance. You mm-hmm. can't make kids suffer because you make the bags you know yeah you know that 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 has no relation to the kid with the choice the action you know mm-hmm. uh, no no teenager no teenager not no teenager needs to have a kid that's just the truth because mm-hmm. we're not prepared we're not mentally emotionally psychologically we're not equipped for it so it's financially jeez yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's I love it. And so, you know, I mean, if it happens, it happens. You know, honestly, you know, uh, consequences for your actions, and that's what it comes down to. Uh, but, you know, if it happens, do keep it simple. That's the best advice I can give to a team parent. Keep it simple. The kid needs you. They don't need mm-hmm. anything else. Of course, they need diapers and all that, but. They mm-hmm. need you the most, you know. So mm-hmm. always keep that in mind. Really, out any any level of parenting, the kid needs you. Even as an adult, mm-hmm. we still be like, "Ah, oh, mama, daddy." Like we still do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's always gonna be your parent, no matter how old you are. Yeah. Yeah. So you've been a parent for twenty one years. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So how are you parenting different from Justice to Max? Uh, more patience. Mm-hmm. A lot more patience. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, having girls first helped me to be a better emotional father for my sons. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you know, I'm still the, you know, no blood, no foul type of dad. Uh, <laughs> but I will at least let you sit on my lap. I'm not gonna tell you just rub some dirt on it you know or buck up yeah it probably don't hurt that bad it probably don't but you know what it's better for me to give you that moment and let you know that i'm here for you because one day you will hurt and if i keep pushing you away you're not gonna come to me mm-hmm. you know you can go talk that, to your mama or you that's the word that's the word talk to somebody else that you probably shouldn't be talking to uh, mm-hmm. So it's definitely helped me to become a a, a a father that's more connected with the emotion of the kid because it's so easy to do all the, reg- all the other stuff. I got to go to mm-hmm. work. I got to eat. Mm-hmm. You know, all those type of things, those things are easy. Honestly, they're easy because mm-hmm. 
you would be doing it even if you didn't have kids most mm-hmm. likely you know uh but the emotional connection is the most important because you have to allow all your children to know that you were there for them when they're in pain when they're hurting otherwise yeah that's where people end up falling off the tracks and going off the rails is is when they don't feel like they have a parent or a mentor or anybody in their lives that you know is connected to their emotions and understands that hey sometimes I just need to cry for a minute and I just need Mm -hmm. you to be there for me so you know uh and and having five kids I mean you just learn from kid to kid to kid okay what didn't work and Mm -hmm. the challenge is always what makes this kid tick because Mm -hmm. all kids are different you Mm -hmm. know it's I and and you know I uh I feel bad you know for single parents with a lot of kids because there's so much that you have to do that it's hard to individualize mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to end up, so you end up raising all the kids the same mm-hmm. because it just takes so much time to understand each kid and so you know I've been blessed to have an outstanding sidekick you know mm-hmm. uh, you know that if anything <laughs> if anything you know when when you frustrated you could be like man let me tell you what this doggone kid did to me mm-hmm. like a kid can really do something to an adult but they they do <laughs> oh i got a four-year-old that's that's, that's every day so ah, yeah. yeah yeah so yeah. i mean but but yeah no i i i've appreciated the journey though like that mm-hmm. i think you know it's a journey it really is like parenthood, fatherhood, motherhood. Whatever. It's a journey, mm-hmm. you know? and you know you have to expect and accept that you're going to make mistakes. You're going to steer your kid wrong. Mm-hmm. Apologize. Mm-hmm. Say, I'm sorry that this is what I said. This is what I did. That wasn't the right decision. That wasn't the mm-hmm. right choice. Let's mm-hmm. backtrack. Yeah. You know. Let's see if we can figure this out together which is hard yeah. as a parent it's hard as a parent to do it together because you think you have all the answers and you just don't you mm-hmm. just don't you know and that's mm-hmm. okay it's okay not to have all the answers nobody does Mm-mm. what would you say how much where we at on time plenty of time okay what would you say kind of alluded to this what would you say it's been your i would say my biggest mistake biggest mistake as a parent not biggest mistake but what is maybe a mistake you regret uh a mistake wow that's a loaded question i've got a lot i know i got a lot of them was it Uh, or maybe like what's the biggest lesson maybe let me rephrase it no no i can i understand the question i I would say that the, the biggest lesson that i've learned is uh when you're trying to do damage repair mm-hmm. integrate the kid into the repair mm-hmm. integrate the kid into the repair we think mm-hmm. again we think that we have all the answers and we have all the tools in the toolbox to mm-hmm. to fix our children fix our children mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, you have to get the kid involved in the process because number mm-hmm. one 
they're going to tell you the source of their pain if you mm-hmm. actually take the time to listen to them you know uh mm-hmm. you know i had a situation with justice where you know when she moved in with me you know i'm excited and everything because i'm like yeah she moving in i don't i don't have to do the I don't have to deal with some of the other things that I was dealing with yeah and I was like yeah I'm gonna fix you watch this watch me Nick man was I wrong and I mm-hmm. wasn't wrong in wanting to fix it I mm-hmm. was wrong in how I did it mm-hmm. you know I took the lead and I wasn't listening to anything whether it was mm-hmm. her actual words or whether it's just her body language telling mm-hmm. me this isn't working mm-hmm. and I just didn't pay attention to it until it got mm-hmm. worse and mm-hmm. then like you know when you get punched in the face because your kids made a decision mm-hmm. you, what the hell just happened like, right I was doing it all right and they like yeah I tried to tell you was doing it wrong but you wouldn't listen mm-hmm. and so uh so you know I had to step back and I had to say okay will help me fix this thing mm-hmm. how do I fix this how do I make it so that you aren't hurting you're not in pain you know you mm-hmm. can just be a kid because kids need to be kids mm-hmm. like we don't need to turn them into adults faster than they need to be because mm-hmm. if you ask me let me go back and be a kid now quick fast and a hurry in a hurry right yeah yeah yeah. So what 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 about on the flip side? What's been the biggest? I don't know. Kid, outside of kids being accomplishment, like what is mm-hmm. the biggest accomplishment as a dad that you feel like, or fatherhood in general that you feel like? I mean, honestly, honestly, so far it's it's been uh, with my oldest. Honestly, you know that's my biggest accomplishment because I wasn't prepared. Uh, you know so. You know, you deal with this guilt of putting your kid in a bad situation that they didn't ask for, you Mm -hmm. know? Uh, And so seeing her and where she is now, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just finished up uh, uh, her last class for senior year, actually, you know? Yay! Six six months, five months, however long it was left for coronavirus school year, uh, you know, uh, asset and then she'll be done you know and then mm-hmm. she'll start her certification and so she can actually have her own classroom so you know just kind of seeing where she is uh, from where she came from you know and you know I mean she survived a lot you mm-hmm. know I'm not gonna act mm-hmm. like uh, she just shouldn't get any credit cause she should get quite a bit of credit uh, mm-hmm. for just sticking in there with her silly mm-hmm. parents <laughs> you know uh so but that that right now is you know and you know all my kids are outstanding i have mm-hmm. to say i have to mm-hmm. say you know as much as mm-hmm. they get on my nerves from time mm-hmm. to time uh they're great kids uh mm-hmm. you know they work hard you mm-hmm. know they they don't they don't complain really they really don't mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. they work hard they do what they're supposed to do good grades Mm -hmm. they're great people respectful Mm -hmm. kids you know thank you you're welcome all of that you know uh you know and i don't i don't take credit for it i mean i let the let moms take credit for it mom dudes can do that i don't i don't need credit and i know she doesn't either uh you know we don't need 
credit his parents. Mm-hmm. We brought him here. We brought him mm-hmm. in here. So, you know, you don't need credit for doing your job. You know, a pat on the back is cool every once in a while, but, you know, I, hey, I just give me something out the fridge. That's, I'm good. I'm See, good. that's such a dad because as a mom, I'll be like, I was in labor for 28 hours. <laughs> I'm getting all the credit. 28 hours. Hey. I'm getting all of it. Whatever. You better write me. No, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Hey, man, I, I, get, I, I totally get it. I totally get it. Do we have any questions? I don't want to know nor any questions from Facebook any questions. or any comments or anything like that. Questions, really? Anybody drop us any questions? No, we have your ignorant brother talking about. Can I come oh. sit in your lap? Oh gosh, can they just be a doc? That's why I had to prefer to do a disclaimer. Please ask logical questions. Right. <laughs> Corey did ask what are, and this is probably back when we were talking about uh, getting the courts involved, he asked what are some of the rights. I mean, they're pretty obvious, you know, I mean, visitation rights, that's huge. That's huge. Like, Mm -hmm. fathers, you got to understand, you know, every situation is not going to be ideal. It's just Mm -hmm. not. We, 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 we put ourselves in situations that we just shouldn't. It's not in mm-hmm. our best interest, but we do it anyway. Uh, and so, you know, the courts aren't a bad place. Like people think that they are. They are when you break the law. <laughs> like they can, mm. no, no, I'm, I'm gonna go deeper. I'm gonna go deeper. They are when you don't when you don't do what you're supposed to do. And I'm just talking about as it relates to fatherhood. You know, if you think mm-hmm. you're gonna skate by without paying child support, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, they supposed to drop the hammer on you. I mean, that's what they're supposed to do. Like that's part of the responsibility of being a parent. You know, so you have to financially provide and you know, I I, I, I get it, you know, uh, you know some of us you know again just from our upbringings or our own thoughts uh, and experiences i just i just gave her cash big mistake big mistake you know that's actually a good plug because you hear all these stories about children being used as pawns and not being able to see their normally it's like the father that gets the mm-hmm. raw end of the deal so that's a really good plug about the court mm-hmm. and knowing your rights as a parent you yeah. know because no one should be able to do that, regardless of whatever situation beef that they have going on. Like at the end of the day, you should be able to, see, unless the child is being obviously abused, something like that, something really yeah. that's irresponsible. But knowing your rights as a father, that's actually really key. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it was tough, man. I remember uh, from my experience, like I got a lot of. Nah, he's not taking care of his kid, and I'm like, oh, are you serious? like no mm-hmm. way but then I was like you know what but you have no proof none mm-hmm. so what mm-hmm. do they what do they have to go off of and the system is flawed from that respect because mm-hmm. you're gonna err to the side of the mother or the responsible parent if mm-hmm. uh, you don't have any proof you know mm-hmm. so you know money orders don't pay in mm-hmm. cash like go get a money order give her the money order you know, let her go cash it, wherever she's going to go cash the money order. But that is proof that you're doing what you're supposed to do because a lot of mm-hmm. guys get caught up in the restitution game. So mm-hmm. they don't even get to the child support game. They mm-hmm. get caught up in the restitution game where you're paying thousands of dollars in back child support. 
mm-hmm. to make up. And so, yeah, you need proof. But again, the courts give you rights. You get your visitation. You know, uh, they help track all those things. You know, and and the courts are pretty fair uh, when mm-hmm. it comes to how much you got to pay. And, and it's based mm-hmm. off of you know where you live, no, where the kid mm-hmm. lives, not where you live, but where the kid lives. Uh, it's always based off that, uh, and you know the income of both parents, not just one, but both parents. So. That's good to know. So, would you say? I think I was, and I think it's interesting to see the generational differences. I guess it, I don't want to say progression, but the yeah. difference of fatherhood and parenting. I think previous generations before us, um, fathers were the disciplinarian, mm-hmm. and they were the you know the breadwinner, and they weren't as involved. And I think. Yeah like men nowadays are very involved in all aspects of parenting so it's yeah. not just you know I just think that's interesting what is that well that's just my observation what would you say uh I mean I think for the most part we still live in uh our gender blocks mm-hmm. where the father's the provider the mother's the caregiver uh, mm-hmm. I think we still live in those probably I won't say more so than we should uh, mm-hmm. I would just say that it's important for a father to be more than just a bank mm-hmm. you know it's important for you to take the time to connect with your children and it's not enough just mm-hmm. to show up to sporting events or mm-hmm. a dance recital or something like that like it's not enough like ask questions you know after mm-hmm. the game or after mm-hmm. the dance recital or before you know mm-hmm. are you nervous because one of the cool things about being a dad is you make your kid feel safe mm-hmm. no matter the situation you mm-hmm. make your kid feel safe or you make your kid feel unsafe you make them nervous mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know unless I don't know very many situations where there's not a natural fear of a father for whatever reason mm-hmm. I don't get mm-hmm. it I don't like my kids are afraid of me like if, if, if wifey's like man let me see let me see what, what dad thinks straighten up and I'm like I didn't even do anything or she'll be like I don't know why the kids are scared of you I'm like I don't either because I'm not a big I'm not one of those raise my voice type of dads I don't I just mm-hmm. don't believe in that and mm-hmm. so, but they like it's it's your tone that mm-hmm. got that baritone in his voice, so he means business, you know. Not get your buck, yeah. yeah. So I mean, and it's and it's nice, like you know. I mean, you know, we come from we come from where you get out of line, you get knocked upside the head. Mm-hmm. And you know, moms is like Lauren. She asks me all the time. I think it's just a joke for her. She's like Lauren, you whoop your kids up, and I'm like, no, nah, mom, I haven't had to. Like, mm-hmm. She's like, really? They had to do something. I'm like nah they really haven't and I have to say I've been blessed mm-hmm. I've been blessed so far mm-hmm. no wood or anything I got to knock on I've been blessed so far that I haven't really had to respond in any magnitude like that now do they get do I get on them absolutely because you have mm-hmm. to get kids uh, mm-hmm. but I always try to do it through communication because uh, and this is a, this is a different type of a nugget but uh you 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 have to get to the mind. Mm-hmm. Physical pain is temporary. 
physical mm-hmm. you can beat the crap out of a kid eventually a mm-hmm. kid becomes desensitized to that physical pain mm-hmm. and that's why I feel like a lot of kids keep doing the same stuff because they like okay I'm gonna get a whooping and then I'm my butt gonna hurt for about 20 minutes and mm-hmm. then I'm gonna be cool so I'm gonna go back to doing what I want to do you have mm-hmm. to tap into here in order mm-hmm. to get the kids to react and that's that's hard it's not easy Mm-hmm. to ask a kid what the hell were you thinking well I wasn't okay well at least we know the source of the problem now so we know how to attack it you know oh my god well I thought this well okay well you were wrong but at least you give me something to go with yeah so, you know me whooping you at the decision that you made and it's different strokes for different folks I don't knock people that whoop their kids you know uh just understand that you still have to connect to them on a level to get them to understand that what they're doing is wrong and why yeah and so you can beat the crap out of them you can and you know it at least scares them in some capacity but the Mm -hmm. older it gets the more risk they're willing to take yeah i think you get to a point where like um you should yeah yeah, that's a whole. That's a topic for a whole nother day, a whole nother, a whole nother podcast. Um, I just have two more questions. Um, okay. What have you um, learned about yourself from the journey of fatherhood? Mm. What have I learned about myself? Uh, that I have a lot to learn. Mm. That I have a lot. Just to touche. Learn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know the. One of the things I always try to teach my kids is that there's always something new to learn. Always Mm -hmm. something new to learn. You know, none of Mm -hmm. us are perfect. We all Mm -hmm. have opportunities to learn something new. Uh, So that's my goal as a parent. And, you know, again, it's good when you have a good sidekick. Mm -hmm. Because right, wrong, or indifferent, they will call you out on your stuff. And be mm-hmm. like, hey, hey, player, you was wrong. Yeah. You know, well, I, I'm the, I'm the parent. I'm the adult. You were wrong. Yeah. Whatever. And then you can go back in your corner, and then you come back and be like, I was wrong. I don't. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, but you had to learn from that. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I said, the, the willingness to apologize to a child, I think, is one of the one of the important things for parents mm-hmm. say I was wrong mm-hmm. I was wrong in how I dealt with that that's a tough pill to swallow for you mm-hmm. to tell somebody that may not even be half your age that you mm-hmm. were wrong but it also mm-hmm. teaches them to do the same thing to, mm-hmm. for them to be like I was wrong mm-hmm. and so they're learning something in in your humbleness they mm-hmm. learn something and Mm-hmm. I guess that would probably you could toss that in there too. Be humble as a parent. Mm-hmm. Be humble. Mm-hmm. You're going to fail. You're going to be wrong. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. As long as you don't kill him, it's okay. After you kill him, as much okay. as as much as you want to kill them, man, <laughs> you. Oh man, I, I I will tell you that all of my kids is probably. Besides your spouse, your kids will test you the most. 
Trash day is on. Trash day is on Monday, and you still like. And I gotta remind you, like you know, you didn't forget yeah. to eat or go to the bathroom or get those snacks I told you, but you gonna forget some chores. Right. I'm gonna forget some chores too. How about that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Last question. Um, so, what are next steps with your two twofold? What are next steps with the initiative? And if there are any dads who are listening that want to be, you know, get involved or be a guest, how they contact you. So first thing, like, what are next steps? What can people see um, coming from the Fatherhood Initiative? So uh, next steps, obviously, uh, the biggest step was getting this podcast started. You know, I wanted to open up. uh, I wouldn't even call it a safe place, but just a place for, uh, you know, guys to be able to tap into something and there's a level of honesty to it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of times, you know, you see different programs that uh, are for fathers, but mm-hmm. they don't really, they only focus on, uh, you know, the financial side of it. They don't really mm-hmm. tap into anything else. You know, they mm-hmm. don't provide those real resources, which honestly, you know man to man sometimes you just need to have a guy that you could be like man these kids better get up out my face you know we we can't always have the machismo you know yeah say that you know we don't have any emotions either you know so mm-hmm. i wanted to cre- i created this podcast so you know we can really start having real conversations about mm-hmm. what fatherhood is about the good the bad the ugly uh, mm-hmm. you know to be able to connect and just be real Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I I plan to uh, start doing public speaking. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, to again have another way to bring fathers in rooms, uh, and mm-hmm. not only the fathers, but even teenage boys in some cases that are getting ready to uh, branch off into you know the journey of fatherhood, or you know, just want to understand what it's all about. You know, mm-hmm. because when you don't grow up without a father you just don't know mm-hmm. you just don't know uh mm-hmm. and so uh that, those are that those are uh probably the next two things uh that are on the horizon is you know we i'll be podcasting uh every other sunday every other mm-hmm. sunday uh and mm-hmm. if i get people that want more i'll give you more you know yeah you know, every sunday i will be mm-hmm. more than willing to go every sunday and really just start to break down the uh the different you know subject matters uh the different topics that need to be presented because like i said Mm -hmm. it's not all bells and whistles about being a dad man it Mm -hmm. you know because we can quickly become emotionally detached Mm -hmm. and you know uh it's important for us to kind of have a place where we could be open and honest uh even as it relates to uh being a father with a mother in the house mm-hmm. because that's a whole nother dynamic mm-hmm. a whole nother dynamic when you got another person that you gotta bounce everything off of mm-hmm. your single parents the one thing that you don't have to worry about is somebody else's opinion when you're raising your kids mm-hmm. but uh, when you were married it's different it's mm-hmm. different yeah a little different yeah and so, if there's anybody that want to be wants to be a guest, um, yeah, I want to know more about it. How do they connect with you? So, uh, man, 
you know, I'm, I'm all over social media. Uh, you know, I have my personal page, uh, you know, Lauren Jones. I may have to fix it so my dad don't get mad. I ain't put the second on there. I don't think Facebook will let me. Uh, but uh, I also have Lojo Speaks. Uh, that's really where I'm going to be coming from with a lot of this uh, going forward. Mm-hmm. It'll be off of the Love Joe Speaks page. It's really the page where I try to engage with uh, my audience on serious things, you know. Mm-hmm. My, my regular page is just so you can see pictures of my kids, honestly. Yeah. We can see some cute ones in the back too, yeah. so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Instagram at uh, Jadim5, J-A-D-I-M-5, the those are my kids' initials and the number five, uh, Justice Addison. Next up. Uh, so that's where that comes from. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter, and I do get notifications to my phone, but I really don't use it that much. So pretty much mm-hmm. Facebook and Instagram right now. Uh, I'm not going to say that I don't know how to use the other platforms because I absolutely do, but I can only be in so many places at the same time. Yeah, I know. I think a lot of people are feeling that. Yeah, well, this has been this. Stay tuned for the website too. The website yeah. will be coming soon. Uh, the fatherhood will be coming soon. Uh, you know, and I'll have you know a lot of different things. You know, different resources from different people, not just me. Uh, because again, I don't have all the answers. I don't, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't wish it either. So I'm not that type of guy. Uh, yeah. You know, That'll, that'll be on the website. I'll have uh, merchandise, you know, dad t-shirts, all kind of just fun dad t-shirts that you can wear, you know, and embarrass your kids when y'all out at the zoo or wherever y'all going. Uh, you know, so just stay tuned. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Poor kids. Yeah, poor poor, poor kids. Poor us. <laughs> poor kids. Real talk. We got to have something. Yeah. This was fun. This was great. Yeah, no, I appreciate you. Very man. insightful. Very yeah. insightful. Yeah, no, I, I try. You know, it's it's been a it's been a really good journey, I have to say. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, did I start on the right foot? No. Uh, Does I anybody? Hope... No. <laughs> some some people do. I ain't gonna lie. Does anybody? Do. No. Some people do. Uh, but no, I want to. I do want to be a resource uh, to teen fathers as well as just regular fathers. Uh, so, you know, any teen dads out there, you know, any any parents that are seeing this and say, hey, my, I need you to talk to my son, send them my way, honestly, because you can make a bad decision, but you don't have to let that decision control the rest of your life. Mm. That's you the can, word. You can make a change and you can change that paradigm shift. You know, I know they they want to create an image of black fathers not being in a home. Number one, America is not true. We're here. Uh, we are in the homes. Uh, and because uh, this happens across every race, it's white, white dads that aren't there, Hispanics, Asians, you name it. You know, mm-hmm. it's really all about how you came up, really. Mm-hmm. You know, it really, really is, you know. And, even understanding my father's background, you know, and, you know, his dad was outstanding from a professional standpoint, but it's hard to have, you know, with 25 kids. Uh, Jeez, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, and be I'm there trying to control them. the one. <laughs> right, right. So it's hard to be there for all of them. That, that takes time. And so 
sometimes that's a different that's a different generation of fatherhood too that's a generation Absolutely. where they you were just, trying to right the ship yeah yeah you were fiscally responsible yeah you yeah. know only yeah. so yeah uh, but yeah no it's 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 super important to me just because i do understand that you know fathers can get a bad knack for a lot of things even when you're in a home you know we can get a bad rap for things that uh we probably shouldn't but we also have opportunities and so we need to be able to have those open discussions where we just keep it real just mm-hmm. keep it real yep yep mm-hmm. dad you suck you suck mm-hmm. you told him to rub some dirt on it and now you wonder why he don't want to talk to you no more you know crazy at least give him a hug while you rubbing some dirt on it give him a put hug some t- him. put some tussing on it yeah put yeah. Some on it. yeah give him that yeah. lion king give him that lion king band-aid that's all he wanted he just wanted yeah. lion king band-aid he ain't even bleeding he just wanted the oh, crazy thank you everybody that joined in tuned in to you know to listen to us um Thank you for engaging. Um, any comments, anything we need to address? Any questions before we nah, just Folks, just stay tuned for more, man. I, I've seen a, I've seen a few comments. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, you know, share this, please. You know, mm-hmm. I don't normally I don't normally add, I don't ask for a lot in general, but please share this because in order to build a better world, we got to share all this positive energy that people are trying to put out. So you know. Like my like my man Randy says, tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, so mm-hmm. keep spreading this good gospel out there, man, because it's needed. Uh, you know, and if I again, if I can be a lightning rod, I am more than willing, more than willing to share my story so I can help somebody else either right their ship or maybe not even go down that path because they learn something. Yep, and vote, go vote, go vote, go vote, go vote. Please go vote. I'm going tomorrow uh, because uh, it's, well, honestly, it, you should, it was better to vote early this year because it's going to be bananas this year. You might as well. Bring your, bring your charger, bring your playlist, bring your snacks. The ham sandwich. You're going to need it. Bring it. Yeah. Just bring you know, it. Yeah. Bundle up. I think it's going to be nice weather too. So yeah. just go vote. Wherever you do, wherever you, wherever you are um, listening from, if you haven't voted, just please go do it. Yes. Absolutely. No matter who you voting for, just use your voice in some capacity. Yeah. yeah. All them people saying don't, don't vote, they're wrong. You know, you don't have to choose what everybody else chooses, but please go vote. Go vote. Please yeah. go vote. So super important. Your, your voice matters. Your vote is your representation. But your lack of vote is your representation. Please know that. If you don't vote, I don't want to hear nothing. I don't nothing. Hear no complaints. Nothing. Unless you say, okay, I'm going to try to fix it. But yep. we got a long way to go on that one. So uh, tune in to Word on the App. You know, actually, we are talking a lot about uh, voting and, you know, uh, the just, just human rights and what mm-hmm. that means uh, as we move forward because yeah, I'm telling y'all if we ain't trying to fix it for the better it's going to get real bad real quick okay. yep well thank you so much I appreciate it uh, my pleasure it was awesome I hope y'all learned something today if y'all didn't learn something I hope I said something funny that you can laugh going to sleep on thanks for tuning in uh 
actually i'm gonna go ahead and let y'all know now i will be going live again next sunday at 9 30 we're going to talk about fatherhood during covid oh okay fatherhood yeah. during covid because it's been a little different with all the little nuggets all up in your face all day because you can't go in the office and you gotta help with schoolwork now and i'm gonna tell you right now the way they teach math is wrong it's wrong Bye, clown. Thanks, y'all. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs>